Teaching our children about tithing isn't enough. We need to teach them to give over and above their tithe. So tithing is a non-negotiable, biblical imperative that unlocks blessing. But giving beyond our tithe is when we start living out God's generous nature. Welcome to the City Lights Train Them Up podcast. We are thrilled to have you join us as we equip ourselves to intentionally parent our children. Each week, Starla or myself, Carolyn, will interview parents on the ups and downs of parenting and have real and honest conversations. We hope you feel empowered and encouraged as you tune into this podcast. Welcome to our Train Them Up podcast. Today I'm joined by Andre Nordia. Super excited about this podcast where we're going to hear about how we can teach our children about finance. And I just love this little um, question really from Focus on the Family where they say, in a world bent on enticing kids with the trendiest fashions, newest gadgets and tastiest treats, how can moms and dads work on teaching their kids about money? And I think that is so evident in the country we live in, Dubai. We live in an expat community um, and I have two small children, but I know that there are parents listening with teenagers and we were just, we know it's a biblical thing to teach our children about how to steward money well and it doesn't just happen when they earn a salary they need to start the from the basics the foundations and so it's such a privilege to have Andre here to share a little bit um, about you know just tips of how we could do that so I'm going to let Andre introduce himself and tell us about his family. Thanks Carolyn. Uh, Nikki and I have been married for just over 25 years now we've got two daughters who are 17 and 15 uh, we arrived in the UAE 20 years ago, and since then we've lived in Dubai, Morocco, Abu Dhabi, and then again back in Dubai. Both our girls were born in Dubai, and this is their home. So a real expat family moved all around the world. Um, I think your girls are obviously teenagers, and I know Jess and Celine well. Um, they work on the kids' ministry with me, but I think we want to know how old can you start teaching your children about um, about money, about how to f- steward money and just some practical ways that that you have done this because you know they in their teenage years they know about money somewhat I'm sure sure I, I think you know if my memory is correct we started when our eldest was around 10 you know money is an abstract concept and so it's a little tough to teach a young child about it mm. uh, so I think you have to wait until they're old enough to grasp the importance and the concept of value Every child and family is different, but for us, as I said, it was when the, the eldest was around 10. Uh, we didn't make them earn pocket money by doing chores around the house. Uh, we took the position that uh, we all have household responsibilities that we don't get remunerated for. I don't get yes. paid to unblock a drain or hang a picture <laughs> any more than Nikki gets paid to cook dinner. And so why should we pay our children to wash the dishes? So good. Uh, Pocket money is given to them as a lesson to learn about money, uh, to teach them how to tithe and to teach them to give and how to save. That's brilliant. I love that, that we don't need to pay our children to do the basic chores. I just teach them responsibility. Just do it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And so how do we help our children to understand that at the end of the day, everything comes from God? Yes, they're going to have a salary one day um, they see that you have a salary but we need our children to understand that everything comes from God and um, you know how do we teach them that how do we help them to understand that we need to be grateful 
I think the, the very first way and the best way for us to do it is to pray it every night at the dinner table when we thank God for the food that's in front of us. Um, as parents, we pray it out loud and we recognize God as our source of provision and, mm. and everything in our lives. And I think in that way, we model that behavior for our children and they learn it early. And like every lesson, repetition is key. Yes, it's so good. And I know just with little children, Joshua and Abby, when I'm intentional about um, helping them to say thank you, that you know, to God, um, it really does speak to them, I think, because we can just go about our daily activity without thanking God. But when we stop and pause and just help them from a young age realize that that it comes, there's a source, a source greater than mom and dad. Agreed. Um, and so just going back to, to the pocket money, um, I think it's such a great skill or a great yeah, a great lesson for children to learn about pocket money. But then how does tithing come into that? Uh, again, it's it's a lesson that I was not taught as a child, but as an adult it is then harder sometimes to grasp. So isn't it better for them to learn, you know, as soon as they're getting pocket money? Yeah, I agree. Um, tithing education for our kids started the day that pocket money started. We wanted them to know from day one that receiving and tithing are two sides of the same coin. There's no disconnect in terms of timing between the two. So it's an immediate response to receiving. Um, we didn't encourage tithing, we insisted on it. It's a non-negotiable behavior. Uh, we encouraged them to physically put their own tithe into the offering bowl or basket themselves. It would have been easy for us to just do it for them and, I don't know, take 10% off their allowance or pocket money and do it for them, but they wouldn't have learned anything from that lesson. Exactly. Uh, so we talked about it and we led by example and we explained that we tithe whenever we receive, whether that's monthly or at some other point in time. And what did they think about that? Did they Were they, re, were they able to do that easily or was it something that you needed to maybe have a few conversations about? Because I can imagine if I was given my pocket money I don't think I would have parted with it very easily. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe because we started at the same time as pocket money, it's never been a non-consideration. It's always been part of that reality. That's so good. And I think that's, uh, you know, if someone's got young kids, definitely start them up in the way that they should go and they won't depart from it later. That's so good. So as they receive pocket money, this is what happens next. The one <laughs> goes with the other. It's just... Automatic, And I love the idea that they putting the, that tithe into the basket. Um, my brother, we were brought up in a Catholic home yeah. or Catholic church and the tithes came around and he put his money in and he asked for the change. <laughs> and, but I just think it was so lovely that he was able to, I don't know if he still tithes, but um, that they get to experience it. Yeah. You know, it's not mom and dad doing it for them. Yeah, agree. Um, and, and just... Around finances and teaching our children, because often some things are, are separate, we need to sit down and, and have conversations about. Um, but when it comes to finances, how do we make it part of our, our everyday kind of conversations and teaching with our children? Um, yeah, what would you say? Sure. Can, can you do that? I think you can and you have to as a parent. It's not, it's not just a Christian responsibility. It's a responsibility of every parent. Uh, you know, sound financial management is not some superpower or special ability or secret skill. It's, it's the application of common sense and discipline in some cases. Mm -hmm. um, and it pra takes practice, but there's a huge benefit from teaching it to, your, to our kids when they're young. So 
in practical applications, one of the things we did is we, we live out the concept of saving as a discipline with our children from the first time they were exposed to money, and we talked about it. So in practical terms, uh, example I'll give you is that we save every month for an annual holiday. Mm. So every month, whatever we receive, we set an amount aside so that when we go on our annual holiday, we have the money. And that's the lesson that we are teaching the children is to save in advance for something that you want. Um, and it's not a case of instant gratification. So if they want to buy something, they have to save for it. Um, and I'll pay you back later, Dad, isn't an, an option <laughs> because that's teaching them the opposite yes. lesson. So if I lend money to my kids for something that they want now and then they can pay it back later, they've learned a lesson that frivolous debt yes. or debt for instant gratification purposes is okay and it doesn't have a consequence. And that kind of debt can be disastrous yes. later on in life. There's a place for debt in life. There's, it, it's there for a reason. But if you're doing it for the wrong reasons and if the children are learning it for to, that it's okay for the wrong reasons, we're setting them on the wrong path. So that's something that we are uh, resolute on. And I love that um, that you're giving the op- them the opportunity to learn that in your home where you can then have lessons or just conversations where you are maybe um, correcting and yeah. picking up the pieces a little bit if you need to, but it's in the safety of your home rather than when they've left home and now have serious consequences of. Yeah, and it's, Carolyn, it's part of a, a progression. You know, you've got to pick the lessons. You can't just start with compound interest with children when they're 10 years old. Yes. So you have to teach them, look, this is how you save. So yes. if you want something, get a jar and put, put all the money in that yes. jar until you've got enough. Um, and then you, you apply that lesson and you take it to the next step. So, so for us, the next step from, from that elementary lesson was budgeting. Um, so Nikki stumbled onto a genius plan one day to teach them this next step of being financially responsible and capable. So up until a few years ago, our children received pocket money and then if there was a birthday party or uh, they needed a present for a friend or they wanted to go out or uh, they needed some clothes, mom and dad would just pay and pay and pay and pay and pay and pay. And And all the hundreds of parties that they go to. Oh, exactly. So the light bulb moment for us was to figure out just exactly how much we were spending on all this other non-pocket money stuff every month. Add it all up. And we added it to their pocket money and we gave them the whole amount. But then we make them responsible for all of that spending um, and buying those things or spending on those things. But the last step of that process is that they don't get the next month's allowance until they've given me a full reconciliation of the previous month. And by reconciliation, I mean complete, balanced to the full. (laughs) Because you can't be slightly balanced or more or less balanced or only 10 dirhams out. It's absolute. It works or it doesn't. And that's a discipline that, you know, if you can steward 10 dirhams, you can steward 10 million dirhams. Um, That's so good. And you're giving them... Um, the opportunity to be responsible that you are saying okay you can buy what you want you know you're giving them the freedom yet there is the the kind of boundary that yeah. they need to make wise choices that's it and there's a consequence if you can't yes. do it right you don't get your next tranche of money <laughs> and if you so some hard lessons but good lessons and if it's not ready on the first of the month that's okay you just don't get it until you 
give me the reconciliation. <laughs> okay. It's pretty simple. And do they take it seriously? They do, and I'm very proud of how oh, they've, wow. they've embraced it. They've, and it's been quite eye-opening to see the decisions that they make with their own money now. And I'm, I'm, as I say, I'm very proud of it. But even that's just part of a journey. So the next step for me in that process as they move on to middle teen and later teen years is to teach them about banking. Um, you know, it's, it's one thing to have a young teenager keeping track of savings in a jar. And you, maybe you've got three different jars, one's for sweets and one's for toys and one's for, I don't know, books or mm. whatever. Um, but it's a different concept to be able to consolidate all that cash into one jar and then somehow keep track of what's for what. Um, but to extend that to the next stage is this hybrid model, which is what we're dealing with now, which is where some of the money is held in cash, <laughs> in a jar or a purse or a wallet, and the rest sits in a bank account, which wow. is, by the way, adult reality. Yes. Um, so as a parent, it's my responsibility to equip my children with the skills that they need to be financially capable and independent. So practically... That means I've got a set amount of time before they leave the home and I have to teach them how to operate a bank account, what the difference is between a debit card and a credit card, what a PIN number is, what a CVV code is, why you must look after it, how to safely shop online. Yeah, so good. How to use an ATM safely. Not an issue in the UAE, thank goodness, but in other countries, yes. you don't just walk up to an ATM and put your card in and without paying attention to what's happening around you. Uh, banking charges, uh, interest, an incentive, interest that you earn, and interest that you pay. What does that mean? So these are all the things that I sort of see as the last stage of education mm -hmm. before they leave the home as young adults and go off to study in university. Andrea, I just think there's such a key thing in that you are really empowering them. And we're doing our children a disfavor if we neglect that. And it is so easy, I think, in parenting to maybe just not do the whole story yeah. and, um, and expect yeah. them to, to learn themselves. And how incredible for them to leave your home knowing that they are able to steward their money um, well. Exactly. I think it's, and, you know, life's stressful enough. So let's, yeah. let's try and take away one of the parts where, you know, it's not a problem. And you, you give them the confidence to do that. Mm -hmm. I just think of Joshua... Um, you know, children love to, and no matter what age, they love to know that they are trusted and that they, that mm. they, and it makes them feel confident. Mm. Um, so I would I'm give, good at this. Yeah, exactly. I would give mm. Joshua one dirham and we go, in, or two, maybe I was a bit more generous, <laughs> and go into the shop and say to him, okay, you can choose something. And he, obviously we would start with things that were way out of his two dirham budget. And then I would show him, look, this, this yeah. is what's, and he loved the fact that he could purchase something within the money that he was given. That's right. It gave him such a sense of um, responsibility mm. and that he's grown up. So mm -hmm. I don't think that matters what age they are. No. To just treat them with that respect. Agreed. And so, um, Andrea, I think for all parents in Dubai, in, in an expat community where we are exposed to all levels of wealth, um, some very extreme levels, mm. and I think... I would like to say from a godly home, but I think from any home, how do we help our children to understand that that is not a reality? You know, what they see driving, Joshua loves sports cars. He sees, sees a sports car every five minutes. Um, mm. That's not a reality, really. Um, and how do we, how have you had conversations with your girls? How have you maybe been practical with them where they can 
understand, although they're exposed to it, it's not a reality. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, we've had two examples. Eldest daughter's friend is learning to drive in a Mercedes G-Wagon. Other daughter's been to a birthday party at the Burjil Arab. (laughs) I'm not going to say any more than that. Um, And for, for me, the answer to your question is in responsible parenting and teaching about tithing and giving. Yes. You know, teaching our children about tithing isn't enough. We need to teach them to give over and above their tithe. So tithing is a non-negotiable biblical imperative that unlocks blessing. But giving beyond our tithe is when we start living out God's generous nature. Wow. And it keeps us grounded and focused on others rather than ourselves. Um, And I think that's the antidote to being absorbed with all the bling and apparent wealth around us. Um, so an outward focus for all of our children, I think can be done in maybe three ways. I think the UAE schooling system is really good uh, in the sense that there are a number of these outreach projects that um, address poverty needs uh, and with community service projects mm. and field trips. I think you know what City Lights does, uh, the initiatives like the Christmas boxes for labourers, for example, or a visit to an orphanage in Sri Lanka, which we've done once. Uh, also, terrific learning experiences. And then, as a family, I think there's there are charities that we support outside of City Lights that might or might not have anything to do with the church yeah. whatsoever, and we can talk about that and. You know, if it's an orphanage, it's a visit to that orphanage. And, you know, those, you can't go every day or every month or every year even. But on the few occasions, on the one occasion that our children visited a particular orphanage, um, it made a big impression. Mm. And those experiences live with them. And it, it presses the message home of just how privileged we are uh, and how we need to stay focused outwards. Yes, so good. And I think... I think at the same time, there are opportunities here in Dubai where you can see poverty and just point it out to them and have conversations, good, honest conversations. Um, Andre, I just want to thank you so much for all the little nuggets that you have shared with us on, on finance. And I think it'll be super helpful for parents who just wanting to start because I don't think it's ever too late to start. Even if you do have teenagers already, you can say we're going to start like this tomorrow (laughs) it's never too late so thank you so much for coming and for sharing and thank you to to jess and celine for allowing you to do this (laughs) no i I didn't ask their permission and i haven't told them so they'll probably recoil in horror when they find out that (laughs) i've I've spilled the beans on their behalf you can be very proud of them i am thanks andre thank you Thank you.